Welcome to Inside 8101, a conversation about preparing students for the world beyond high school. I'm Mike Brennan, president of Holy Family Catholic High School. And today I'll be speaking with two of our four school counselors, Krista McCoy and Josh Rutz, about the college planning and application process and the very personal approach their department takes in an effort to help students make the best college decision, but also to help the process be as stress-free as possible. So welcome, Krista and Josh. Thank you. Thanks for having us. That's our pleasure, our honor. <laughs> Before we dive deep, I think it would be helpful for our audience to get to know the two of you just a little bit more. Um, so perhaps uh, you guys could share a little bit about how you came to work um, in general in the field of school counseling, uh, what you enjoy about the profession, and of course, how you came to be here at Holy Family. Sure. Take it away. Okay, I will for the start, <laughs> obviously. Um, so I started my education path uh, teaching special education for 15 okay. years. Um, and within that, I knew, I knew I loved students. I knew I loved children. I wanted to work with them. I didn't know I wanted to be in the classroom okay. for that entire time. Mm -hmm. And um, the next step was... Do I want to be a school counselor or a school psychologist? And the school counseling just came to me. I love working with the students one-on-one. -on -one. I love the college and career part of it. Okay. Um, and I love even the personal social, like getting to know those students and being an impact in their lives. So I, it just was a natural transition, and I love what I do. Of those, those three components that you just talked about, is there one that kind of rises above the rest oh they're all so different Fair but i really like the college counseling okay. i love finding well the then that's right very appropriate fit. for this yes podcast, i love know. finding that right fit for each student like okay. i love to get to know them and what's the right right there's place be a little, i guess well i mean we'll talk about that but there's got to be a little bit of magic involved in that right yeah <laughs> okay. and mr rutz how about yourself uh similar to krista so i um also started in special ed. Um, I was a para uh, at a was at a high school for a while, um, and that came shortly after I was coaching soccer at was at a high school, um, a boys team, and I just kind of wanted to find a new career. I used to be in the finance world and figured out it wasn't for me, um, which was good when I was twenty three or twenty four. I can't remember what age, but anyway, I started working in special ed at was at a, and I. You know, a couple days in, I was like, oh boy, this is for me. Like, I just, I just felt it. I just knew I liked working with uh, students and just kind of the, you know, the atmosphere of within a school. So I quickly had to decide, am I going to be a teacher? Am I going to be in special ed as a teacher? Am I going to be a school counselor? And there was just something about being a para in special ed with working with students one-on-one -on -one that I just really felt like you got to know students on another level. And so that led me to pursue school counseling and that's when I went back to school and got my counseling degree and you know a couple of years later I became a school counselor here at Holy Family so that was kind of my path. Wonderful you know I, I um, the career change experience that you had it's a really um, interesting uh, and I would say probably very valuable I mean you could you can speak to this better than I can because it's your experience but a valuable experience um, and a valuable asset that you get to bring to the table, <clears throat> excuse me, in terms of the conversations that you get to have with students as they're navigating and exploring um, 
where they want to go with their future. Right. And, and, it, and there's some, probably something very beautiful to be able to say, like, you know, giving them permission to maybe deviate from a path that they had mm-hmm. already set for themselves, you know, and that not everything has to be prescribed. Right. Um, and it, and it, when, when appropriate, it, it does come up or if I yeah. feel there's a need for a student to know those, I, I definitely do share that. And it is, I think sometimes some students are like, wow, that, that's good to know, you know, that Mr. Rutz had that happen too. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Good. Yep. Um, so the Holy Family Counseling Team, it includes the two of you, yep. um, Angie Scott mm-hmm. and Paige Lee Pack. Yep. Right? Correct. Um, and uh, very intentionally, as you know, we as a school, we've decided to invest uh, in having enough school counselors to provide a much more uh, personal experience and personalized experience for our kids. Uh, and over the last couple of years, we've ratcheted up that ratio. Um, now we're north of uh, 100 students for every counselor. Um, which is uh, a rate that you know far exceeds uh, recommendations, um, and I think we're we're in a pretty good spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love for you guys to be able to um, articulate and comment about uh, about the work of the department, um, about um, that investment, and the the way that it um, helps each of you to better serve the needs of the kids, um, in the sense that there's there's more of you to go around. I think a goal that we have uh, in our department is to really get to know those kids individually, one-on-one. They're not just a group. We are meeting with each student at least once every year um, individually, but it ends up to be way more than once. There's kids in the office all the time. There are kids (laughs) in the office all the time. Uh They're just, they know our doors are revolving. They feel comfortable coming in. They feel comfortable just you know, popping in, sending us emails, wanting to meet. So that's that's the relationship we're trying to foster foster with them and connect and that oh. we're here for them. What does that invitation look like when when they're coming to you in that at least once once a a year visit? Mm-hmm. I you know it's we have this conversation of how they change throughout the years. Yeah, sure. Ninth grade, they think they're in trouble when they're coming to us. <laughs> and they're not. We yeah, just want to get to know them right. and see how freshman year is going. Um, sophomore year, they're starting to come around. You'll see them a little bit more. By junior and senior year, they're in talking to us all the time. Awesome. Like they Wonderful. even just to say hi mm-hmm. or, hey, I need help with this. Um, so it, it's just a process. And mm-hmm. we get into the classrooms too. So we, they're seeing our face there. We're doing Canvas. We're doing mm-hmm. um, different lessons. So as much as we can get out there to show them that we're here for them, I think it makes them easier to okay. come and chat with us. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. And I, I, you know, we know a lot of school counselors at other high schools, um, you know, at public schools and private schools. And I kind of, a, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but it, the common theme that we see from just the world of counselors is everyone wishes they had more time with each kid and how important that community and um, that is, you know, to have that kind of that, that setting where you can get to know your children and, um, or sorry, your students, I shouldn't say children, but your students. Um, sometimes, sorry, they, some, they feel like your own kids sometimes. It's a good that's, thing, right? Yeah, because it is. It's, that says a lot about you guys. Right, and because we, we get to know our kids, again, students so well. So it's, um, it's just, it's a positive thing for our industry and, um, you know, everyone in that, in our industry and it's just it's important to us so that's we do the best we can with that so i think we all feel very fortunate yeah. for what we have here yeah really yeah that's absolutely awesome. yeah 
How do we at Holy Family go about assigning and or um, dividing our student population up between our, our, our various counselors? Yeah, and so that changed a couple of years ago. Um, you know, and I think it, the older way was was a good system, but for kind of that theme and how we wanted to approach, you know, and have this comprehensive approach with our students, it, it had to change. So now we each have, um, you know, a, a section of the alphabet. So I, for example, I work with students last name A through G, you know, ninth through 12th grade, if that's the question that you're asking, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. And Krista has P through Z students and follows them throughout their four years. And then Angie Scott has, uh, let's see, H, H through O. How, how far along in in that new um, sequence are we at this point? I think point? we're in year three. Year three. Is okay. it year yep. three? Yeah. So yes. Like, yeah. Yep. This is year three. And so can, we're can really you speak getting to any to of the advantages or benefits of that. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, so my first couple years here. Um, so I've been here for seven years now. I mean, I I would get to know each and every freshman really well. Sure. But then it was like, see ya. Like, and that was like a, well, what do we do now? It was there was this lost transition phase in the, in the handoff. Yeah. Now I have to get to know a whole new person. And and granted, there's a lot of good with that. It just. Um, it was different and now it's just, it's, it flows a lot more, um, naturally. And, you know, we're just, again, that, that relationship that you start at ninth grade just can build and build and build. So we, you know, you have that, um, all the pieces, I guess, kind of fall into place by the time they are juniors and seniors. So you can help them with these big life decisions after high school. And it, I think everything just kind of tends to you know, work a lot more smoothly within mm-hmm. that with this new process, and we all enjoy it. And oh, absolutely! Yep. Good things from parents, and yep. so. and I think too, just not even with the students, getting to know the families too. Yeah, right. So oh, if we have point. siblings yeah. that are both on our caseload, we get to know the parents. Yeah. We can talk to the siblings and yeah. just kind of help in the whole. Can realm. you can you speak more to that about like the um, I'll call it like the the ecosystem, <laughs> right? You know we. A student, a child, a kid, right? <laughs> right. Uh, it, they don't exist in it like by themselves, right? right. There's, there's an entire ecosystem that surrounds them. And yeah. can, you, can you speak maybe to, to the uniqueness of the Holy Family experience and the community here that helps to play a role in uh, maybe that village mentality of helping and supporting a child? I, I think Holy Family does such a great job of that because... Even just teachers knowing all of the students and coming to us and letting us know what's going on in the classroom and then relaying to parents and just bringing everybody together. Uh, it's not just the student coming in and talking to us. Nope, we need to see the whole story and we need to involve everybody that needs to be involved. Yeah, it's a team. We talk about the team approach a lot and just how we tell parents a lot, like you're not you're not doing this alone. Mm-hmm. You're We're all here to help. Um, and I think just... Kind of what Chris was talking about a second ago. When we do get to know these parents who do have siblings, it's like there's no breaking the ice. It's like, yep, come on in, Mrs. Whoever, or Mr. Whoever. Like we've we've been here before. That relationship has been all that groundwork has been laid before. So it just again, it just gets everything can just start moving a lot more quickly and efficiently mm-hmm. with you know getting to the bottom of if it's college or something or on the personal level or academic. It's mm-hmm. yeah, so. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, let's talk college. Right? Um, so maybe briefly before we uh, zoom in on those students who uh, uh, who are closest to college, um, I think it's important that maybe we share 
um, how we work with uh, students and parents in their first year mm-hmm. at Holy Family uh, as we help them understand the importance of getting off on the right foot. Yeah. And we've already discussed, you know, how, how we've transitioned from um, the, the cohort model, I guess, you know, the, the, the handoff of one grade to the next, the Holy Family's transition to um, taking ownership of a certain group of students and, and you're holding on to them for all four years. I think that's incredible. Um, when, a, when a student first comes here to Holy Family, um, what, what is their first experience with our school counseling department? And so that's a great question. I guess can kind of start in a couple different ways. I think of right now, we're starting to already talk with some incoming eighth graders and their families. Really? About, yeah. About schedules for next year. I mean, sometimes they kind of wow. pop in and they want to see maybe what a four-year plan looks like. Okay. And kind of or, map it out for them right. and okay. let them know what's offered at right. Holy Family. Before well. they even, yeah, finish eighth grade. And so we're having some of those conversations um, already, I guess, not with everyone, but then... The next big one would be, I mean, even the day before school starts, I mean, we have an orientation day where we're bringing kids in and they're getting to know their counselors. Obviously, they're working with upperclassmen and uh, older students during orientation day. But again, they're just kind of starting to break that ice and kind of get a feel for what kind of opportunities can they be involved in? Who are some important people in the building that I might need to know? And so a lot of that's happening before school even starts. Again, that's orientation day. But as far as the counseling department goes, um, on a more one-on-one level, I mean, we're in the, we go into the ninth grade classrooms and it's, you know, we're kind of mentioning again who we are, um, talking about, again, what our role is with them, that we're going to be having some one-on-one meetings. And these aren't just one-on-one meetings that are, you know, five minutes of like, Hey, what's your name? Good to see you. All right, I'll see you next year. I mean, these are very personalized, you know, long conversations where we're challenging students and really trying to break that ice and, you know, again, being respectful of of, uh, their history and their past. But again, just really starting to start that relationship of saying like, tell me about your past. Tell me about your family. Tell me about the things you love. You know, finding those interests, finding those passions. Know, ways for them to get involved in high school. What's um, your dream job? Yes. What, what's your dream college? Right. How do you I just wish I had this one. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Everyone listening, I love what I do. <laughs> right. What are your goals? But for I would now? have loved to have known that sooner. Right. <laughs> what are your goals for ninth grade? Yeah. What are your goals for your time at Holy Family? You know, why'd you, why are you here? And just all those important um, factors that go into, again, what we kind of get to challenge them on later about why are they going to pick a certain college, if you will. So it's kind of the same, but it's there's kind of some similarity in those conversations that we have with freshmen and senior, but obviously it's one's kind of trying to get them, you know, uh, adjusted to high school versus life after high school. But anyway, so we... And it's fun to go back right, and right. see what they said freshman year. Right. And I pull it out a lot with right. my seniors. Do like, do you remember right. when you said right. this? And oh, they just... No, no, I did not. Yes, you did. And these were your friends. We asked about friends to make sure they're making connections. And um, it's it's kind of the whole. I mean, that's incredibly important in in the you know the transition to high school. Absolutely. Yep. um, You can't can't underestimate the importance of positive social experiences, Mm -hmm. supporting every other dimension of the high school experience. Sure. Freshman year could be a make it make it or break it year. Yeah. For a lot yeah. of these students. So, okay. Um, and, and maybe not just freshman year, 
but um, I've also seen and witnessed some incredible work from your team with our transfer students. Mm-hmm. Um, can you can you just share a little bit about how how we we wrap our arms around these kids and make sure that they're they're transitioned to holy family, um, you know, which is a unique transition. It's outside of the context of um, you know your ninth grade, eighth grade to ninth grade transition. Mm-hmm. Um, how we help support them. Yeah, and I think it's um, a lot of similarities there too. But it's obviously we don't have as much time with transfer students as we do with um, you know a student who starts right away at Holy Family. But again, it's we jump right in. I mean, that first day they're here, it's we're talking through with them with all these important questions of where have they been, you know, what are again their goals. Um, really, just diving into you know asking those challenging questions of like. You know, what, what do you hope out of your time here at Holy Family? How can we best serve you? What are your needs? What are your hopes? What are your dreams? And um, again, just starting that relationship. So we, the first day a transfer student starts, I mean, we're having those conversations with mm-hmm. not just saying, oh, we'll get to you in a month. No, it, it's very purpose, purposeful and it happens right away. And so, um, and then I think another thing too we do with transfer students is just trying to connect them with other students who've maybe been in their shoes and also transferred sure. to the Holy Family. They get it. Mm-hmm. Right. They've been there and been in their shoes before, so making those connections. And then just, you know, having more check-ins with them and seeing how things are progressing with them and not just saying, all right, you're on your own, you know, go figure it out. It's no more, again, purposely trying to make those connections over and over to make sure they're adjusting well and all those kinds of things. And students transfer here for so many different reasons. Right. It's not a common theme throughout. So really getting to know those students and well, why, you know, what brings you to Holy Family and how we can make this a positive experience sure. because if right. they were coming from a negative experience, well, then we don't right. want Sometimes to do that here. It, or exactly. If Sometimes. they're moving in and okay, let's, you don't know anybody. Right. Now let's connect you with people that maybe live in your neighborhood or get yeah. you in sports, wow. get you in clubs, something where they can, reach out and start learning and meeting new people. Wonderful. You guys are amazing. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, Did you hear that? Yes, No, and so, and then I think just one other thing too with the ninth grade, yeah, where I mean, just a lot of classroom lessons too that we do with like interest surveys and doing assessments with them and just, again, challenging them to challenge themselves and really dig deep into who am I as an individual and, you know, ask those important questions, which I think we all need to be asking and um, giving our students kind of a safe place and environment and supportive environment to do that and not be judged. I think that's also important for our, mm-hmm. our young people is, you know, there's so much, um, you know, a lot of stressors in the world and a lot of pressures. And so I think a lot of where our goal is to help students feel like, you know, whatever your thoughts are here, whatever your hopes and dreams are, it's okay. Like, let's have an honest conversation about that. And, you know, you're, you're in a safe place here. You are supported for who you are. And kind of, we always say this topic or this theme of meeting kids where they're at mm-hmm. and then walking alongside them, not trying to, you know, force them to be someone that they're not, or, you know, meant to be, uh, you know, how God put them on this earth, if you will. So, um, again, it's, it's just really intentional and in trying to make sure that, you know, students feel supported and feel like we're listening to them and, you know, being supportive of what they want and, again, walking alongside them. And it's really important. And you you can see that how important it is to children, to kids or anyone really when, wow, this adult in my life is actually listening to me and cares what I'm saying. It's, it's pretty awesome.
it's um, unfortunately, uh, I think, a sad reality in, in, in our world that there aren't that many adults right. who, mm-hmm. who are doing that for these kids, for our kids. Right. It's a busy world. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah, it might not be uh, right. you know, by choice, yeah. right. but it's, yeah. it's, it's an indirect byproduct of right. the busyness of our world, the technology right. access right. that everyone has. And I mean, right. I'm sure there's a million right. things that contribute to that, but yeah. um, it's also incredibly inspiring to know that we have people here um, and even beyond, yeah, right, it's you not know, just right. the exactly. Right. It's yeah. teachers <laughs> are making yeah. connections. It's this yeah. ecosystem, yes. right? Yes. Of, yeah. of education and support yep. for each mm-hmm. each student. Yeah. Um, in in uh, December, I think it was, we had an evening called "Beginning the Journey." Mm-hmm. Um, so the journey really does does begin the the college search process journey mm-hmm. really does begin in ninth and tenth grade. Um, and some of our listeners, uh, they still have children in elementary school or middle school, and um, I'm sure that they could benefit from some of that information. Um, so it'd be wonderful if, like, if you guys wouldn't mind sharing a bit of the advice that you offer to community members that night. Freshmen. Where to start? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot, you know, what we're giving to the freshmen during during the times in school, that's kind of the same information we're trying to relay to parents okay. at that night yeah. too. Um, just what we're what our Is roles that really are. People all be on the same page. Yes. Yes. Same yes. information from yes. the same yes. voices. Got no yes. surprises. Yeah. Yep. So you know, we tell the parents what our role is, how we split up the responsibilities. Okay. Um, when we might be meeting with them or have more, like. Sorry. No, go ahead. Just how we meet in the fall with seniors. It's kind of our heavy time with seniors. But, of course, we meet with all students. But then how we're also trying to get to know our freshmen, you know, by the time semester one is over. And then how spring is more like junior year focused because that's when we're starting to talk very um, intensely with, you know, our the college planning process with our juniors and sophomores. So just mapping out kind of what that year looks like, Mm -hmm. um, helpful tips as far as, how to get involved or how to work through that those transitions. Yeah. Um, we talk about finals, right. how to prepare for finals, yeah. how to study. Yeah. Um, we go through four-year plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, here's, here's year. what you need to do to graduate. Um, and then different case studies of what certain college requirements might look like for from an admissions standpoint. So if you know as a ninth grader you're trying to get into X school, well, here's what you can kind of expect to be, you know, the kind of grades you need to be getting or what kind of courses you should be focusing on or activities you should be involved in to, you know, help have a better chance maybe to get into to X school. Um, and then we kind of give them different examples. Obviously, there's so many different layers of select, you know, what kind of colleges are out there. And so we try and map that out for them. So again, there's they don't get to junior and senior year and they're surprised at, right. oh, wow, I wish I would have had this information right. earlier. Yeah, so, and it's all a yeah. process. We want yeah. them to start thinking about it in ninth grade. Yeah. Don't wait so long right. to get your grades up. It all starts right, right. now. It matters now. It, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's jump ahead. Yeah. Let's jump ahead yeah. to maybe junior yeah. year. Yeah. Um, so our, our students arrive at their junior year, mm-hmm. um, as we all have heard, right? Mm-hmm. One of the biggest years of their high school career. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an opportunity to show their academic growth before applying to colleges in the fall, mm-hmm. their senior year. Um imagine with that comes a I mean just just thinking about my own personal experience comes with a ton of pressure how do you begin 
what are your conversations like uh, with juniors? How do, how do you begin talking to them about, about about this? And then how do you navigate those pressures? And it's right? funny, too, just them. even that conversation, because we'll go into <clears throat> the classrooms at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and they're still not ready. Right. Juniors are still kind of in denial that high school is coming to an end. <laughs> they're just finding their groove, right? They, they are. Right. I mean, it, it's the early thing. They just, they're the deer in headlights, yeah. like, what are you talking to me about right it's now? so far away. But right. by the time after Christmas now, yeah. they've they're ready. They're ready to start having the conversation. So we're, we're in that zone. So right we are now, in that right? zone right yeah. now. Yeah. We are all having our one-on-one junior college planning meetings with our How are they juniors, going? and they're they're great because they're the kids so are fun. ready. Yeah, yeah, it is. They are they're fun. Really fun. It's probably one of my favorite parts of the job. Yeah, I should say most enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I did this on the same, but whatever. <laughs> we, we always come out of our office after we have them, and we're like, that was so fun. Oh, that is such a nice <laughs> that's, kid. That's how oh. I come out. So I do those senior lunches on yeah. Friday, yes. and, I, and, and I actually always walk into Laura's office afterwards and be like, oh, that was such a great group. Oh, yeah, I absolutely. loved it. Yeah. So I, I know the feeling. Of, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think what makes it fun is you just, you see, again, it's that process of growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see these nervous ninth graders turn into these very mature juniors and they're ready to be challenged and start the next phase of their life and so you you know it i don't know if it's like whatever it's i don't know if it's magical i don't know if it's just like i don't even know what i'm really trying to say but it's (laughs) but but it's so fun for us i think and for me i can't speak for everyone else but i think we all kind of agree it's it's fun to see that transition it's fun to see that growth you know we're we're talking to them about, you know, you've done all the hard work. A lot of the work that they've already done has been, it's been set. Now it's the fun part. Now we get to go and explore, you know, these, these great colleges that are out there and find, help them find a, a, a next home, if you will, um, their next, mm-hmm. um, for their next phase of their life. And so we always kind of say, um, you know, we get to go shopping now. That's what, I, that's what I always say. Like, you get to go explore and tour college. Yeah, you're gonna go try some yeah. clothes on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you don't have to buy it. Right. We're not buying yet, yeah. but you get to just go window shopping, yeah. and it's really because of you get to celebrate all the hard work that you've done. And now it's just kind of these last couple months of junior year and senior year are just it's kind of the you know the it's like the cherry on top. It's just how do we finish strong? How do we kind of put all these last little minute, like last little second, like final, you know, final touches on everything that you've worked so hard for these last three years. And so I think that's the fun process. Yeah. And again, asking kind of those hard questions of, we get a lot of kids come in and, you know, we're talking about essays for other uh, applications or whatever, and they'll give us something and we know them so well that it's like, no. That's not good you enough. Can do you can do better than that. That's not well, you. You're right. not you say, showing like, right. who you yes, are. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, we know there's that's more That's unique. There. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. special. And that's that's that fun. That's maybe what I'm getting to is that's yeah. the fun part. And I just got chills saying that. Like, that, that's the, that is maybe a, a very unique thing. And that's what makes it so special, I think, to have and why we have so much fun doing it. So Yeah. And all the students, too, are coming in at different places, especially in these junior meetings right now. Some have had a plan since ninth grade. I know where I'm going to school. I know what I'm going Mm -hmm. to do. And some don't even have a clue, even though we've gone in and done college searches with them Mm -hmm. and we've done interest inventories. Like, 
we're, we're trying to build on that every year. Right. Um, but even still, junior year, sometimes like, nope, I don't know where I want to go. I don't know what I want to do. And those are the conversations we have. But here's the, I see that as, you know, the, the beauty of that is they can have those conversations. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. there's, a, there's a degree of vulnerability in that. Yes. You know, making admission to not yep. knowing, right? Yeah. Um, and it is so wonderful. I mean, just, just projecting ahead to, you know, when my own kids are going to be here. Yeah. Like, I want them to be in an environment where they can have that safe conversation and admit that they might not know what they want to do it, or they might not know where they want to yeah. go or that they're confused. And it's safe. And it's safe. And, it, and, it, it and they know that okay. you're going to walk with them. Yes. yes. And that's just amazing. We've talked about that. And that's, again, meeting them where they're at. Yeah. And, again, we will make sure every student has that plan by the time they walk out of here mm-hmm. as a senior. And that's and that's the fun part again for us is it's if all the kids were the same, that would be not enjoyable. Sure. But right. every kid is They're so unique different. and they all have their yeah. own plan and that's again part of the fun yeah. part. And we want to bring in the parents too. Right. Okay. So you know there's a lot of communication. We're meeting with your students for these junior meetings. They can join us if they want to join us. They mm-hmm. can, you know, a lot of times I'll have students meet with me one-on-one and then they'll go home and talk with their parents. And then the parents will come back and okay. say, hey, can now we all meet and get on the same page? I send out a survey to parents just asking for their input. Yeah. You know, how how far away do you want your student to go? Does it matter <laughs> yeah. if it's a public or private school? I mean, there's just a lot of yeah. different questions that yeah. everybody kind of has to be on the same page. Um, and the financial part too. Have mm-hmm. you talked to mom and dad about who's paying for college because that helps in the college search too. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, how much can you spend? How much can you not afford? Do we need to look for scholarships? So there's mm-hmm. all, those there's all those pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But parents have to be involved because yeah. if they're not, it doesn't, it doesn't go smoothly. And I think there's this myth that this is a big, um, scary have to do it alone project if you will or experience but again we're there to break down the scary parts of it and say like no we'll worry about all that we're here to make it a fun process for you you just keep doing what you're doing or you list you know let's have a plan you follow that plan and this will be it'll all work out it'll be a good plan for you wow so you're flipping the paradigm of this process is that's remarkably um, uh, anxiety lessening, yes. right? Yes. I mean, just yes. just just knowing that um, that our kids in this school are um, being shepherded in that way, right. Um, right. I'll just say it, it makes me incredibly proud to be a part of this. Like, thank you for that. Yeah, um, they do the you know students, kids these days they have they have stressors and uh, anxieties that are completely foreign. Mm-hmm. to our what our experience was yeah. and um, I think every opportunity we have um, not necessarily to um, you know impede the the development of grit and resilience in kids mm-hmm. um, but right. certainly to to help them navigate things more clearly and right. why not have fun while you're doing it right, right. Um, gosh that's just a great gift to be able to give these students Right. And it's, again, to your point, too, it's, there's a lot of challenge along the way, and we are challenging students, but again, it's a, it's a healthy balance. It's a nice, sure. healthy, enjoyable approach. So, and, and help parents, too. I think a lot of times, first time uh, 
mm-hmm. parents with an older student yep. going to college are yeah. like, well, I, you need to help me with this. And I'm like, yep, that's what we're here yeah. for too. Yep, absolutely. And so we're, we're always like, email us, call yep. us, come in for a meeting. I can only imagine yeah. how, mm-hmm. how steep that learning curve has yep. got to feel. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't mean it has to be. Right. right? But that's right. how it feels. But, right. Yeah, right. Absolutely. They feel like yeah. they're on their own. You're not on your own. No. We're here. That's what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> we might not have all the answers, but we can help guide you in the right direction. Yeah. And we'll, so. we'll help with yeah, help you find those answers. Yeah. yeah. So a few weeks ago, you held another parent information session. Uh, it was called College Planning Night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a panel of college reps answered questions about what the college exploration and application process looks like for them and students. And I know that much of it focused on on parents with juniors who are now really, as you had mm-hmm. said, honing in on the college planning process, especially like this time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I, I thought it might be helpful to go through a few of those today. And mm-hmm. maybe you can share some of that information that, that those reps shared mm-hmm. um, with our listeners. Yeah. Yep. I think to start too. I mean, it's also open to other students. I mean, tenth grade, tenth grade can come. Can come as well. Well, anyone can right, come. Even right. seniors that maybe don't have that right, right. all the answers right. yet. Everybody can come okay. to these. So again, yeah, our tenth graders can come in and kind of go. Well, I don't want to wait till junior year. Yeah, awesome. And mm-hmm. so we did see a lot of students there, but Krista can talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, and, and that's great information <laughs> yeah. to have. And yeah. I think one of the questions was, um, are college visits really necessary? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, if so, and you know, when should when should students and parents mm-hmm. start visiting colleges, touring mm-hmm. campuses? You know, I it it depends on them when they're ready. Okay. But, you know, I tell my ninth and 10th graders, if they have older brothers and sisters that are going through the process, go on the college visit mm-hmm. with them. Start getting an idea right now what you're thinking. Do you want a big school? Do you want a small mm-hmm. school? If they could follow their junior brother or sister, it helps them in the long run. Sure. Because then they kind of have more of a plan junior year. But we have um, college reps that come in to the guidance area. That's kind of where we want the students to start. Come in and start talking to the reps and um, asking questions, getting to know that school. But also start looking at colleges. Doesn't necessarily from the beginning mean that you have to fly out to California to look at schools. Mm -hmm. Start looking at maybe some schools around here. Look at St. Thomas, look at St. John's. They're both private Catholic schools, but they're very different Mm -hmm. atmospheres. Which one do you like better? Do you Mm -hmm. like a smaller, more out in the country? Do you like a bigger in the city? Look at the U of M, look Mm -hmm. at Mankato. Just kind of deciding what is the best fit for them. Mm -hmm. And then once they start figuring out what kind of school they're looking for, then start exploring the other ones. Um, That's great advice. So, <clears throat> in other words, just framing that differently, um, take advantage of all of the higher ed <laughs> opportunities that are around us, yes. you know, the campuses yep. to go tour, to get an idea of what you might not necessarily want or desire that specific right. school, but there's got to exactly. be elements that, that yep. university or college offers that are attractive to you. And then start essentially compiling those yes, so that you can start getting a profile of the, the type of school that you really want to go to. Yeah. Bits and pieces of each, right? Yeah. Yeah. And even That's if they're on vacation. Advice, yeah. You know, if you're on vacation and there's a college nearby, just go walk around the campus. Sure. I mean, it's there's so many mm-hmm. opportunities for students to get on those campuses. They just have to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they can start 
like you said, with the reps being here, we you know we have college fairs in the area that they can go to and meet these reps. I mean, they're the experts on their about their campus, and even I mean, thinking about us, we go and tour campuses oh, yes. to get updated too. I mean, if so, we can talk to the students right. about what that campus right. really is sure. like. Right, and then there's so much change that ha- you know happens within each school, or they have new programs, or they have new buildings, or whatever, whatever the case may be. I mean, just getting out there and being able to touch and feel, again, kind of that shopping experience mm-hmm. we talked about a little bit ago, it really can, we see students come back, you know, after they've done one tour, and it is like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, like, they are full of energy. Yeah. Um, the students who, you know, that same student a week ago who hadn't ever been on a college campus or done a tour or talked to a rep, it's like, I don't know where to start. Well, you're going to start right here by doing that tour, going out and feeling and touching these campuses. And it's amazing at the, the progress and the growth that you see when that, when that happens. And it is uh, very intentional. And again, it goes into a college planning guide that we have with our students. And we say, here are all these factors that make up a college you know, visit or a, a college experience. Take notes of, on what you feel, how you felt about all these different aspects. So we can revisit and again, find that good fit um, of schools that one you're going to apply to to start as a, you know, early on in your senior year, but also come back to and revisit and say, okay, now that I have my, all these schools on the table of that have accepted me, which now school am I going to figure out and actually go to? Mm-hmm. And it, that and information is a whole nother. Yeah. yeah. And we yeah. encourage multiple visits too. Right. I mean, you get onto that camp once you're admitted. Yeah. Go back on that campus. Do you feel like that is home? Yeah. That's going to be your home for four years, yeah. and not just the campus. Look at the surrounding area. Look at the city, because more than likely, you're not living on campus mm-hmm. after sophomore year. So, do you like the city? Is there enough around for you? So, it's just keep on visiting and do the formal visits. Right. Um, have mm-hmm. have the administration or the admission staff give you a tour. Right. It shows you so much more deeper into the campus. Right, than you can just by on your own. Right, yep. sure. And we talk about too if you're gonna it's kinda like a job interview if you you're almost inter we tell our students mm-hmm. like it's almost like you're interviewing the schools a little bit too. I know sometimes that there's a lot of pressure and they feel like they're the ones that are trying to get into these schools, but in return I think it's like why should this school why should this student go to that school? And mm-hmm. so that's it kind of, again, I think it helps relieve some of that pressure of... It's very empowering. Yeah. yeah. And, again, and again, you're flipping that paradigm. Yep. Right. And you I, want the school to want you. are picking the school uh, the other way around. Yeah. Right. And again, it... As also, much as you want them. It right. has to be a it's, mutual It's like a marriage, love. right? It's, yep. It's got to be a good fit. And we and the colleges, they talk about this fit constantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, we're all speaking the same language. We're not making this stuff it's up. It's actually the same advice right. I give. I just gave right. uh, two weeks ago uh, right. at an open house here. It's a prospective right. ninth grade mm-hmm. family. Right. Yep. Right. It's gotta, there's got to be a fit and a feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. you got to trust your gut. If it feels right, yeah. then it might be right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so we talk yeah. about that process, and then again, it's I'm, I got chills again. I get chills. <laughs> it's all fun. That's why we love what we do. Josh is our feely guy. <laughs> oh, I'm the sensitive one. Come and cry with me. <laughs> but uh, so just to sum up these college visits, yeah. you can yeah. never start too early. Right. You can never visit enough. Yep. Right. Um, and it doesn't matter. Uh, at what point in the, the 
the calendar year. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just get out yeah. and... Summers aren't always great. You don't get a whole oh, fair great feel sure. for the campus because the nobody's there. Be or, or the weekend. Different. Or the weekend, yeah. yeah. But, Unless you're but. going to a football game and you All right, I retract that but, 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 but it, a summer visit is better than no visit. Yes. Right. For an so, initial, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. This, this is one, before we wrap things up, I, I do want to ask this one question about applications. Mm-hmm. Is there, it's kind of applications and, and the, the size of the net that our students cast. Um, obviously it probably wouldn't be recommended to put all your eggs in one basket with one school, but there's also, I can't imagine, you know, sending out 15 applications to different schools is, is, is going to be helpful and actually could probably be overwhelming and create even more anxiety with all the choice. Is there a sweet spot? Yeah. I mean, we, so we, just to be and I know consistent, just to be consistent, we always tend to say, like three to seven is kind of a number we throw out. Right. But again, I think that number will depend so much on the student we're working with or yeah. certain circumstances. But And we want to have a good list of safety schools, target schools, and reach schools. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I tell my students, because a lot of them, their, their reach school is what they love and what they want. Well, yes, that's great. We want you to love your reach school. But we want you to love a target school just as much, sure. just in case, because those reach schools are very difficult to get into. So we want them, we hope that we have done our job with the students, that their list, like they love all of their schools and they're excited no matter what That's they awesome. decide. And we always kind of say too, it's about having a diverse portfolio, if you will, so you have some good options and again, enjoy all of them. So it's kind of terminology we use with them. So yeah. Um, wow, this was fascinating. <laughs> really, I feel so much more educated about my, my own school and this incredible department that we, we have. We are very here. passionate about there our job. Are. I hope that comes across they because absolutely we love what we do. When and we started, love our department. When you said that, I was like, so Mr. Brennan, where are we going to school? Can <laughs> I help you with no, that? <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for your time today and, of course, for your work with our students um, or kids. Thanks or for having yes. us. <laughs> um, I know those informal chats that you're having with the students um, are just as equally as important as all the time that you spend with them formally in your office. Um, and they're just, they're, they're better for it. They're better for it all. And it takes a village, and you guys are absolutely essential, critical parts of that village. So we're blessed to have you. Uh, and to our listeners, I want to say thank you. Thank you guys for uh, all of your time listening to today's podcast. If you ever have more questions about our topics or about our school, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we're happy to continue these conversations further. Actually, I, I, I'm thinking of part two of this one already in my head. Um, so as for our podcast episodes, you can find uh, Inside 8101 on Podbean, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Google Play. Um, thank you all. God bless. God bless.